This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so we're holding over here in Perik Nunalef. In general, just let me map out a, a little bit. The morale has... He, he goes Kaseder, the first uh, 36 Prokim, or more, the first... 47 Prakim. He goes Kaseder with the Psukim from the beginning of the Brisbane Absarim, which is where everything started, all the way to, to everything that happened on the way uh, through Mitzrayim and so on. Um, I'm skipping it. It's just uh, trying to pick out some. We don't have that much time. Try to pick out some highlights. So then he has two or three Prakim which deal with Hilchas Pesach, Lomdesh um, Shtiklach, that he goes through. That's three, two or three prokim like that. And then he starts the Haggadah Kisidron. Um, so I want to pick out some of... So I, I, I want to see the first Shtikl on the Haggadah um, and Perek Hamishim Vechod. So it, he goes on the Holach Manya. And he's talking about why is it called Lechem Anya. Holach Manya, the second paragraph. Could be made very nicely. So then he brings some say that it's, it's, it's low, not high. Some say it's because it's hard to digest and poor people would eat it and so on. And he, and he slugs it up. Omnam, on the, the, in the left hand column, second paragraph. Pirush Hadava Kihamatz. So, so he's bothered why, especially since um, the lechem oini is supposed to be connected the gula. It sounds very strange. It sounds counterintuitive that you would take something that is very, very uh, nebish uh, lechem oini and make that for the gula. Mara is for the is for the tsaris and this for the gula. Where, where's the gula lechem oini? So that's what he's going to address. Omnam. so he explains as follows that the word an ani is 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 a person that his entire self is expressed in his self an ani does not possess anything other than his self so he identifies his self with himself an Ashir has more things that go into defining him. So an Ashir is somebody whose definition of self includes a very nice suit, a nice car, a nice this, a whole bunch of things more than himself. Without those things, he feels at a loss. He feels naked. He doesn't feel it's himself. So the definition of Oini over here, impoverished, it doesn't mean poverty in the sense it's not the lack of having as much as the identifying with oneself, Dafka, 
as opposed to them or something else. In that sense, he says, so he's bothered by, uh, he had been bothered before by a question, Matzah um, Shira is Koshidir on Pesach, he's not Yitzah, but it's Koshidir on Pesach, so why is that different than Chametz? So he says, Ki Matzah Shira b'shul sheish bo mashkaz ha-shira shalom. So he says a very interesting pshat. He says, this, the, the, so you take matzah and you add something sugary to it, some raisins, um, some mayperis. So that's an addition, one step away from the matzah itself. The matzah itself is the flour and the water, and this matzah can have something else in it also. Um, the chametz, the so'er that's machmitz, is something that becomes part and parcel of the matzah itself. It's, it, 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 it's, much, it's much closer to the guf, and yet not the guf. Because the guf of the bread is the flour and the water. What, what adds more to self so chametz adds more to self than does um, it, 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 it sugar or raisins or whatever it is. So now he says, so, 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 okay, very nice, I define it for you, but what shaykhs does Anis have with chayrus? So he says like this. The 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 um geula means that the person is free. Free means that it's not dependent or bound on anything. And therefore, Adarabha, the Geula is taking something away from anything it's dependent on. Let's give a marshal and, and we'll be able to understand in a minute. If somebody, two people are living next to each other, one person has a car that he uses to get to different places, everywhere, and the other person walks. So the person who's walking is a lot more of an independent person than the person who takes a car everywhere. Because the person who's taking a car means he's dependent on something. Without the car, it can't go. So, so, so the, the, he's not as free as the person who is... Um, who gets around with his two feet. Now he adds something here. Um, so he says, we do associate a ben chayrin with having more. It's, it's a chisarin. So he says um, there's a difference. And let's, let's go back to our mashal again. Imagine um, that you have the two people, um, the one with the car, the one who, who, who walks everywhere. Imagine the person with the car 
walks any place that it's possible physically to walk to. But he also has a car. So if it's within a radius of, just pick a number, a mile, he walks there. The car can take him to places where his feet can't take him to. So now he has a mile over the other person in the sense that the other person who can walk can only walk a mile, that's the maximum, and he can go 100 miles with his car. So, so Lemaisa, the, the, the Indian of the Geula itself is losing your dependency on anything, um, on, on anything else. The, 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 someone who is a Ben Chayrin can uh, use something um, to, to extend himself. So it is the derech of a Ben Chayrin that he has things. But the etzim maisa geula, the etzim going to become a free person, is a person getting away from something. Um, my Rebbe Chaim Shalevitz, he used to say in the Shmuz occasionally, they, they, um, the whole family used to smoke. That was the Norman in those days. And he spoke once about when he gave up smoking. So he said it was a cold winter night, and he ran out of cigarettes. So he asked his chabruso, whatever they didn't have. Kids, uh, no cigarettes around. He walked up the block. There was a kiosk on, on top of Beis Yisrael. Um, that sold stuff. It was closed. Then he walked up to Meisharim. And it was also closed. It was night. It was cold. It was winter. He walked another few blocks and it was also closed. And then finally said to himself, and Chaim would say to us, Chaimke, you're an Evet, an Evet Avodim. And he turned around, and that's when he gave up smoking. Like he said, the idea that he's dependent on something and he can't live without it means he's not a free person. He's limited, he, he, it's not extended. It, it's something that is true about many other attributes. You know, we talk about. A, a person using olam hazeh for for ruchnius and stuff like that—that's all well and true. If a person doesn't need it, if a person needs it, then then then, then no, it's the other way around. The Chaim would also have a shmuz. Um, I, I, I don't know if it was the same shmuz. I don't remember already. But he, he he said that there were people in Germany in 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 Eastern Europe. Very few people were able to get to get out to go to America. It wasn't Czech. America wasn't taking anybody from Poland. And that was that. Um, Germany, America accepted immigration for quite a while. Germany was considered a civilized country, well-to-do country, and they had no problem admitting Germans. But many Germans, so so um, Reb Chaim said, the Germans who did not have big businesses or anything like that um, would were much easier to move to America. The people who had investments and businesses were very reluctant to move and they, um, and they, they, they lingered and lingered until it was too late. Sir Chaim would say a Baal Habayis is not someone who owns houses but someone whose houses own him. And it's true of everything physical that we need any, any, anything, any um, comfort, uh, or any, any type of, I mean, we need limits us because now we can't do without it. So, so understanding that, so true, we might have a lot of it, and it's, there's not a problem for it. 
but at the end of the day, I'm still a limited person. Ulefika, next paragraph. Tziva lechol lechem oini shua matzah belela yitzia bavur And so that's why the night of Geula itself, the chi of tit matzah, is dafke at the night of the Geula. Because the matzah is etzem vayitzar by dovem is orvuk moy oni. The klal is there's a general um, understanding that the food of the person is is sort of um, it defines the person. So whatever our mozen is, so lamosha dora midbar eight man. Man was very ruchnistic oichel, was very ruchnistic ador, um, and 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 so on. It's it sort of when the Torah de, when the Torah defines a certain meichel for us, it, it defines who we are. So in the night of Geula, the Torah said, "Our bread shall be a bread that's not bound by anything." The first night, Matzashir doesn't work because there, there you need to have the extreme total independence. This is another reason why the, you know, the Torah emphasizes that Gula is the first month. So he says, um, so the Geula is something which means it's independent. Anytime you have any number after one is dependent on the number before it. When I say somebody is second, you can't be second unless there was somebody there first. The 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 um, so so any any thing that is second and f- two and further is depends on the one before. When something is first, that's a metzias bifneatzmoi, and and that sort of is appropriate for gula. So chaydish arishin is shayach to geula dafka. Vezek ki ena geula rakash nivdal mizulos vaim atzim zetav gula vachaydish arishin imba is chabrus man rakshu rishin. So every month has in itself, every number has in itself certain um, characteristics. Characteristic of one is that it stands by itself, and that's why it's. Um, I once saw this, the the Avnezer writes, um, when when uh, when Yaakov took away the Bechira from. Ruvain, he gave it to Yosef. Why didn't he give it to Shimon? I mean, why didn't he go down the line? What's the why? Why of all the Shvatim, Yosef deserves the Bechira? So he explains in a very similar way. He says the Milo of Bechira is that his Mitzias is independent of the others. A second child depends on the first one. Um, a just. The abstract idea of being a second child means as a first child, and also in development, a second child imitates the first child, and and so on. There's there's a, there's already a mahalach. He's so so the mila bechayra bechayra was supposed to be kahanim bechayra bechayra is a mila 
the Maila Bukhar lays in the fact that you're, um, you're the one who initiates, not the one who follows. So he said, Yosef Atzadik basically developed the Mitzrayim with nobody else around, and he did what he was supposed to do because he did what he was supposed to do. So the Musig Bukhara of being the first, the racist, fits Yosef a lot more than other Shvatim. So even though in birth he was all the way down the line, but Lemaise in terms of his Metzias, he was Bechayr material. He was the Metzias of Bechayr. So Klal Adover. Kol inyan ha-geula histalkus mizulas, mizosay, lamad ba'atzmai. V'lo yeh lehem tzirif echiba zolosay. V'dover ze roi shibachay shirishin ke adover shenesav v'seachs al-zman shenasa bo yisa avoyah. Olefikoch al-zman shehu rishayin Fine. Now he says one more point. Um, so now he explains the Pasik says that the reason why he's supposed to eat matzah is because he left inside Bechipose. What's the Bechipose? So, so he says, when you do something that's thought out, it follows something. I have an idea, I develop the idea, I think it through, and then I, I do something. So the Maise that I did follows my thought, my understanding. When a person does something impulsively, um, hurriedly, it means it's not following anything. It's sudden. So the pu'ula of ge'ula is a certain suddenness, and, and because it has, it, the, the pu'ula of ge'ula is to have that ratios. There's Reb Tzadik in his, I think the first stickler, if not mistaken, makes a very, very interesting observation. He says... Um, it came bechiposin. It says in many svarim that the reason why everything came crashing down with the with the um, with the eagle was because of the suddenness that it happened with. Um, the reason why you have sphira is to try to give mahalach. So why was it bechiposin? So he says he has said that every first step must always be bechipose. You, if, you, if you're stuck in something, you're stuck in a certain mitzvah, and, and you, you, you're, if you're really stuck in something, going step by step a lot of times will not help because you can't get out of, that, out of that trap. So the first step requires a break with something. A Balchuva is, 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 the Sfarim keep talking about Rambam and so on, that he's like a cotton Shanoilad, I'm not the same person. In, in, when a person is in, 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 a, a person who's Lo'aleinu addicted to something, you can't slowly wean yourself off. You need to break away, um, even sometimes on, under its tremendous duress. But you need to make a break. You then afterwards have to build up your understanding, your, your ruts and so on. But Rebbe says the first step is always, we were in Mitzrayim, we were stuck, we were sunk. 
to, to slowly make tikkunim and maybe a little bit less avodasar, a little bit less arayas, a little bit this, not going to work. You need to go, to move out with the pool of Gula. Afterwards, um, you, you must, it, that itself is, can't last. You know, be, impulse, impulsivity doesn't last. Then you have to slowly build your way um, positively forward. Okay, we'll hold it over here.